Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. I am Rosie, your host, and forever grateful, as always, that you are putting me in your ears today. I have got a book review for you today, and it is a book that you are going to want to get and you're going to want to read, and it is going to do some serious work on rewiring your brain. It is phenomenal. It is probably, I would say, definitely one of the best books that I've ever read, easily in the top five books I've ever read. I absolutely love it. And I was recommended it by my coach, Alana, who has the brand Found Her, and when she sent me the book, it's called The Audacity to Be Queen by Gina DeVee. And for those of you that know me, I'm not into all the fluffy flower crown kind of stuff. I'm just not. It's just not me. I kind of feel really weird, <laughs> for lack of a better word, when I'm doing that. Like, I'll sit there and I'll, like, have one eye open because I'm like, what is going on here? Anyway, I get that it's a whole feminine thing and that we love that kind of stuff. But for me, I just... I don't know. It's just I like wearing a flowy dress on a holiday, not as like a daily outfit. That's just me. And so anything that's got like queen or anything, you know, I just kind of like, oh, gosh, are we going to go down that, you know, fluff, fluff, everything's, you know, rainbows and unicorns path. And so I was really hesitant when I got the book. I was like, oh, it's got queen in it. What does that mean? Are we going to like... So part of me working with my coach, she said, I want you to read the book. And I was like, okay. So I put it off for a little bit because I just didn't want to. And literally within the first chapter, I was just like, oh my God. Like I was in, I was so in the first chapter. I was in, I was committed. I couldn't get enough. I just wanted to read more and more and more. The way Gina puts stuff together is just incredible. So Gina was my coach's coach and Gina is the coach of Jen Sincero, who is the author of You Are a Badass and You Are a Badass at Making Money. And Gina was coached by Mariana Williamson, who is like one of the world's leading spiritual teachers. She's very big in the US and she actually ran to be the leader in the Democratic Party in the United States for the 2020 presidency. And Mariana is just, oh, she's just a phenomenal woman. And to know that that is where Gina was coached and then, you know, the kind of clients that Gina coaches as well is just like, oh my God. So I got into this book I just couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't get enough of it. So it's called The Audacity to Be Queen by Gina DeVee. And she talks in this about the different archetypes that we have that are on rotation in our head, maybe come up in different areas of our life and basically take us away from being queen. So the way uh, Gina, and I love the way she puts queen as well. I love it because it's not fluffy. It's strong. It's fierce. It's empowered. It's powerful. Like Gina's version of queen is power. Like it is stepping into feminine power and not running your life or the world in like a masculine way, like hustle, hustle, hustle. And you have to do, do, do. You have to make, make, make. You have to like grind, grind, grind. Like that's just such a masculine way of living. It's what, you know, men do. And women have really only been allowed to work for like really less than a hundred years, unless you were a widow or something like that. So 
we've just kind of come up and we're like, okay, well, this is what men do. We'll follow it. And it's not until recently that we're kind of going, actually, this kind of sucks. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I'm creating lots of amazing stuff, but I'm really, really, really busted. And then you've got the other end of the scale where women who actually want to step up and do stuff in the world are watching those of us like myself who has hustled, 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 who have worked, 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 who have flogged ourselves. Yes, I'm in a really good place now. I earn extremely good money now, and that is going to continue to grow. But for someone that doesn't have like type A personality where you just have this internal drive that forces you to do it, it just forces you effortlessly to do stuff. People like that look at me and they're like, oh, God, that's just exhausting. I don't want to do that. And so I'm in a place in my life where I don't want to hustle anymore. I don't want to have that push. I don't want to have that franticness. I don't want to speak or exist or show up in the world where I have this constant hustle and push behind me. It doesn't feel good. I'm tired. Like I had adrenal burnout. It took me two years to recover from that. And I don't ever, ever want to put my body in that position again. And in order to do that, I'm stepping into what it is to be a feminine leader in that I'm not going to hustle, but I don't know how to do that because I've only ever been taught or had the masculine way modeled to me. And as I was reading this book and I became more and more aware of what Gina was talking about and what was demonstrated in the world, like I noticed people that I subscribed to like on their email list they were just constantly, you know, there was launch after launch and there was email after email and there was marketing after marketing. There was push and push. And then when all the COVID stuff happened, I noticed them saying we didn't know how to go slow. And so I've been following all these people that even though they're women and they're doing great things in the world, they have been adapting and running their life and their business from a very masculine way of doing things, which is, you know, hustle, hustle, push, push. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. So the archetypes that Gina talks about in her book, are these specifically are the money monsters. So we've got the money slave girl, the avoidant princess, the dinosaur, the victim, the overextender, the authoritarian dictator, the sugar baby, the trust fund baby, the diva, the high-end escort, the martyr, the saboteur. And there's lots of different descriptions like for each of them. One that I loved that she talks about as one of the archetypes that come in and sabotages you is that she calls the paranoid gangster. And I've just got the book in front of me and some things that I've highlighted under this chapter. And so the paranoid gangster is someone that comes in and tells you something. So when a situation happens, and she gives a situation in her book, when a situation happens that rather than actually looking at the facts or even having a conversation with the other person, the paranoid gangster comes into your head and starts making up this big, long ream of story that isn't true. Basically, you have no facts to do it. It's all fabricated in your head on the what ifs and it could be and that's definitely happening. And It's all worst case scenario. But when you think of a gangster, it's like, you know, you've got to protect yourself like this person's out to get you. And so it takes you on that story reel. And some sentences that I've highlighted in the book are, I have been triggered enough times and learned enough lessons about jumping to conclusions the hard way that I realized that asking someone why they did something is like Paris 
always a good idea. So that is something that would shut the paranoid gangster down. Instead of assuming something or jumping to the conclusion, it's asking why they did something. And so in this situation, she was like steaming. She had like steam coming out of her head. Like you know, I imagine if she, was a per- if she was like a cartoon, it would have been one of those ones where her head was like exploding and face going red and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, she asked the question. This person gave her an answer and then it diffused the whole thing. And it was like the answer was like, oh, my God, the story that I've been telling myself for however long was like not real. None of it was actually real. It was the paranoid gangster who was probably high on drugs, just fabricating some rubbish in your head. And she says in it, and just like that, when the truth was revealed, the negative energy dissipated. When the paranoid gangster self-manufactures pain, the damage is real. And great decisions don't happen when you're in a state of trigger. So the different archetypes can come into play when you've got different things happening. So she talks about an archetype as the ghost. So your ghost archetype will come in when you don't feel like you can be seen or heard. So she had this situation that she talks about in her book where stuff was happening and instead of addressing it straight away, the ghost came in and was like, stay small. You don't need to talk about that. You don't need to be heard. Just we don't need that. And so that's how the ghost comes in. She's got, oh, she's just got so much other juice in this book. And every time I've read something, like I could relate to almost every single thing that she wrote about and chapter that's in the book. And when I actually picked this book up, I was in a bit of a state of, you know, all these coaches and all these really big leaders and everything out there. None of them have children. They're not in their 30s like me with small children with Rachel Hollis being the exception. (laughs) So, you know, there is someone, but I'm just like, anyone that was doing what I was doing in the personal development world was a lot older. They didn't have kids or their kids were grown. And so they had a lot more freedom to do stuff. And I've been, I was getting really frustrated because I'm like, there's all this stuff that I want to do. And I'm trying to do stuff while trying to juggle being a mother as well. And I've been in this place where I've been like, I can only do one or the other. I can't do both. And Gina is all about standing for the end. So I am an amazing mother to four beautiful little girls and an incredible leader in my field. I am a successful businesswoman in my field. I, you know, earn blah, blah, blah in my field. So it's it's standing for the end, not saying that you can only choose one or the other, which is what women have done for centuries. It is saying that we have to stand for the end, that we can have both. And this book really encourages you to do that. And when you read it and you go through it and you understand all these different archetypes that come into your life, you start to like pick them as you have things come up. So are we doing something? And when I decide to shut my mouth, when I really, I need to speak up, I'm like, oh, that's the ghost. And it's good because it means it's not me. So I'm not identifying with it myself. I'm being the observer. So one thing that I love that this book really encourages you to do as well is step outside of yourself and take a third person perspective view of like what's actually going on and then reassess from that space as well. to figure out your purpose, I've been there. And lucky for you, I'm a bit of a pro at helping people find theirs. Check out the Work With Me tab on my website, www.rosynerney.com and click on Find My Why. I'd love to connect and help you bring your why into the light. What Gina talks about is that all of these archetypes take us away from being our true self and that every woman in her own right 
is a queen. And so how would a queen show up? What would a queen do? How would a queen behave? Like I know myself, I've had situations, not so much with business. I seem to be like really on top of stuff with business. Like when it comes to business, I feel like I really step into that queen probably in like 90% of what I do. There are definitely rooms for improvement in time management and outsourcing and stuff like that. But a lot of what I do, like I'm really good at implementing my personal development. But when it comes to my personal life, I tend to get triggered a lot easier, which means that that's the area that I could do with a lot more growth in. And I know when situations have come up in my personal life, especially with family members, that gangster, oh my God, the paranoid gangster has come in and just like run with these stories. And I would be like festering on them for like two weeks thinking all of this stuff. Oh, I bet they're saying this now. And oh, that's definitely. And then like when I actually saw the person and had a conversation with them and I was like, you know, had it in a nice, calm way, didn't go off like a maniac. And they told me the information. I was like, oh, And I can remember actually even having a conversation with someone whose child had gone and said to them, oh, look, this is what they've been told, blah, blah, blah. And when they actually had the conversation with me about it, I sat there and I was like, what? (laughs) It's just like that. And and because of what this kid had said, not only had the mum, but the whole family had gone into this spin based on a complete lie and fabrication that this child had said. And then when the mum had the conversation with me about it, I was just like, that's just not even true. So again, the paranoid gangster had gone off with that mum and gone into the family and like fabricated this whole story. And then she had the conversation with me. I was like, that didn't even happen. I'm really like, I hate to be the bearer of bad, but kind of good news at the same time. It's a lie. That didn't happen. And she said to me, actually, she said, you know, I kind of had a suspicion like that, but she was really adamant that it had happened. And Yeah, so I just, I think the thing that I love about this book is that it's just, it really helps you to decide how you want to show up and identify what is coming in to sabotage you when you're not showing up the way you want to show up. And so Queen doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and, you know, build a multi-million dollar business or anything like that. Like it's just giving you permission to step into that feminine, powerful leader that all women are, whether you're a leader of your family, whether you're a leader in your business, whether you're a leader of your church, whether you're a leader in your like school P and C or like whatever it is, we're all women are all leaders in some description. And so being queen is inviting us to step into that leadership role unapologetically with like the confidence, the calmness, And just the charisma of being a queen. And so since reading the book, I've found myself a lot, like just checking in with myself and going, okay, even when it comes to my work, what would a queen do? Would would a queen be like fluffing around doing these 50 million different things and getting flustered? Or would she go, you know what, I need to outsource because this is ridiculous. Like what would she actually do? And so I'm like, hmm, what do I want to be? Do I want to be? So one of the architects is like princess and the princess is just like gets all flustered and over easily overwhelmed and all that kind of stuff. And so do I want to be a princess or do I want to be a queen? Like step up, step into it. And yeah, it's just, ugh, it is such a good book. Like honestly, like I said, easily one of the top five books that I have ever read. I will go back and read it again. I will recommend it to everybody 
That's why I'm doing a podcast on it because I really think what's in here is really important. I think everyone needs to know about it. And I think that by reading this and implementing what she says in there, it could really, really, really change your life in a very, very positive way. Just on a final note, you are not going to find any book out there that is about leadership, that is about personal growth, that doesn't have some kind of aspect of spirituality attached to it. And I have got, seriously, I have hundreds of books on my bookshelf and every single aspect of them has some kind of spirituality attached to it. So if that's something that you struggle with, I would really, really encourage you to just be open to it and just give it a chance, just embrace it because I talk about intuition and all that kind of stuff all the time. We're not robots. Robots aren't spiritual, right? They're not their machines. We're not. We're human and we need to embrace the side of us that is human. And, you know, quantum physics, it's proven there is like a higher energy. It's scientifically proven. So it's not woo-woo anymore. And anyone that tells you it is is just highly uneducated in that arena. So I'd really encourage that. Gina talks about it a lot. I've highlighted all of the prayers and stuff that she puts throughout the book or, or mantras or affirmations, whatever you want to look at them as. And they're just phenomenal. They make me feel so good. I love them. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So the book is called The Audacity to Be Queen, written by Gina DeVee. Highly recommend finding her and following her as well and get yourself that book. It's awesome. You'll love it. It will change your life. Have an amazing rest of your day. So, guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.